In the most divisive of times, the great debates rage on. Who was the best Batman? Was the book truly better than the movie? Did Han shoot first? Nerds with opinions will seek to answer life's greatest questions. Hello there, fellow nerds. You are listening to Nerds with Opinions, episode number 83. As always, I'm your host, Matt Holbin. Today on the podcast, I am joined by returning guests, Amanda Murphy, Kirsty Hicks, and Cynthia Borges, and we are doing a retro review of House of a Thousand Corpses and Freddy vs. Jason. Two very different films, and we have a lot to say about both of them here today on Nerds with Opinions. So, I am joined by my esteemed guests, Kirsty Hicks, Cynthia Hi. Borges, hey. and Amanda Murphy, all returning guests. Hello. How is everyone doing today? Good. Oh, good. Good, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll do work in violence. We've convened here today to discuss um, a couple of really interesting films uh every <laughs> october i host a halloween horror movie uh night once a week typically on a saturday and i will pick a main selection and a couple of audience choice uh films and last year we tried to do some podcasts for some of those and so we're doing the same thing and this week was or last week rather was Freddy versus Jason as the main selection, and the audience choice was routine, House of a Thousand Corpses and 30 Days a Night, and the majority chose House of a Thousand Corpses. Majority now, was sorry. <laughs> now, although we we started with uh, Freddy versus Jason, I'd like to talk about House of, House of a Thousand Corpses first, so we can end on a high note. Um, <laughs> Good idea. That's fair. So. Would anyone, uh, before we lead off with this, um, would anyone want to just like give some initial thoughts before they had seen this? Like what, was there any preconceived notions or expectations coming into this? I definitely have thought, like I heard about the movie and I've never seen it much like a lot of horror films. Um, And I'm just like expecting a phenomenal movie <laughs> i mean it's a movie <laughs> is there <laughs> anyone else <laughs> well, yeah like i heard good stuff about rob zombie films <laughs> yeah. or whatever and so i'm expecting and like you said in the synopsis of like serial killers i'm like this sounds like it's a great idea <laughs> yeah Not- the the I mean I had pretty much only heard about about it in regards to it being a cult classic like we had talked about like before watching it, exactly. um, so I definitely expected something more of something of more substance <laughs> to it. Um, but I agree. like as far as preconceived notions outside of that, I didn't really have much of an idea of what it would be about. Yeah, I think my um, initial expectations were similar to all of you, where. I, I didn't necessarily know 
outside of I knew it was kind of like an homage to 70s and 60s, like kind of grindhouse films. So I was expecting it to be kind of B-movie-ish, but I thought, you know, when it was, um, when it seems to have this reputation of being like a cult classic, I thought, well, okay, you know, I mean, there's plenty of movies that are really rough around the edges, but have like some sort of charm or redeemable qualities to that. And so that's kind of what I was expecting. I thought, well, this is maybe going to be like a really like unpolished film, kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, but Which, I mean, it definitely did remind me a little bit of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but like only the bad parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think oh, only, the good parts. <laughs> yeah, like only in the way that it took like tropes from every well-known horror movie around. Yeah. Right. I, I thought if anything with the connection with that, cause there is a definitely a connection is basically Rob Zombie was kind of paying homage to that. And it was like, okay, well this is already a movie and it's called Texas Chainsaw Massacre and it's way, way better, <laughs> you know, where it's like, Oh, the unsuspecting like group of people come upon these weird backwoods, you know, cannibalistic murderers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was like, he was like, okay, well, I'm going to borrow that from Texas Chainsaw, but then I'm going to throw in all this other crazy stuff. Right. And so let, let's go ahead and get, like, just uh, give our thoughts on it. Um, because I just I'm wanted so to lead off it. with, uh, you know, first impressions, uh, or, or excuse me, coming into expectations. But now let's give first impressions. Once we started watching this, I think everybody was a little turned off right off the bat. Oh uh, yeah. Comment on that? Uh, it, I was expecting to get invested and I was like, okay, maybe because it starts off like how the editing and the film, how it's put together with like the split screens and like the cutaway things. I was like, okay, maybe it just takes me a while to get into it and I'll like like it better and it's not going to be all the way throughout. Maybe it's just like a little, no, I could not get into it. And I, and I tried yeah. and I was hoping it get better and it didn't. <laughs> I saw a clown. That was an immediate turnoff. <laughs> well, they could have at least still like, you know, yes, like clowns are creepy and yes, they're <laughs> definitely a turnoff, but you can use that as like a good horror device. And right. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find that. No, they're just what like, was- here's a clown. Enjoy. Yeah. It's, it's almost like they went like too hard into trying to make every single little aspect of it disturbing or uncomfortable in some way that they went like too far to where it was distracting, like with the, the negative exposure cuts and stuff too. Like initially it was like, okay, that's kind of cool. But then after they started happening like all the time, then it was like and getting oh. longer. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of like, uh, these don't seem as necessary. <laughs> So it seems like everybody mentioned some of like the different techniques that are used in this. And that's, I think what kind of contributes to it being very disjointed is it feels, you know, this was his first movie. I think outside of like, he directed some of his music videos, but in terms of like a first, you know, like a first like full length motion picture. And it feels like that. It feels like somebody that just like got, a new toy. They don't quite know how to use it. And they're just like, I'm just going to do all like everything. Yeah. It, it's let's use this effect. What does this one do? Let's use both of them at the same time. Exactly. Like he, 
he uses all these different techniques to, I, I don't think like uh, any sort of great result. Um, and it's so, so much and so all over the place. And then, like you said, with like some of the stuff, like the, the negative exposure and everything, it's almost like overdone. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think that is one thing that really takes, takes me out of it. Cause it was like, okay, it's one thing if, you know, you want to try out some new toys and maybe have a shot or two here of, of just some experimental stuff, shot or two here. But this was like the whole movie was just a kid on it felt like felt like somebody like completely learning on the fly. And there's nothing wrong with that, I suppose. But it doesn't necessarily make f for a good movie. Yeah, it was just kind of distraught. It, it took away from from the quality of the movie yeah. to an extent. OK. To be fair, though, the set design in the chamber with that like chandelier of skeletons and stuff, that was freaking bomb yeah i'm giving the movie that that was awesome some of the set design and like makeup and shit was really cool i think and that was it for me i think it looked it seemed like it would be more fun to work on this film versus watch the mm. film <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i i totally get that I, i'm sure they had a blast just because oh yeah <laughs> clear, clearly they were just kind of like hey let's let's try this let's try that and that can be really fun in filmmaking um, and I agree with you, Cynthia, about the set design. And I think Rob Zombie definitely, if you know, just from I've, I've seen him live. I, I saw him at a festival. I've never been really super into his music, but the dude puts on a crazy good show because he is a showman and he gets definitely the horror aesthetic, you know, whether it's music, whether it's films. And I so I agree with you that like this film looked really good. Uh, mm -hmm. I just think that the execution was just not really there, especially in the writing. Like he wrote it too. And like, whoa, that's like not cohesive at all. You know. So Yeah, I definitely got thrown through many loops as far as who was alive and who was dead and who was attacking who. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> had well, a lot of kind of disjointed storylines. There's no character development either, so it's like I don't I don't care about these people. Like I know that's like, Dwight from The Office, but other okay. than that, like another good part that I did enjoy was the reveal of Dwight ended up as a merman, but like posed as paint me like one of your French girls. F full full mermaid pose, yeah. Full French girl. I think <laughs> that was the point in the that was the point in the movie where I was like, damn, this makeup artist is so good. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So visually, way to go, like in the set design and makeup. Everything else I could do without. Which is like yeah. movie. <laughs> Oops. I think it missed the mark uh, on a on a lot, but why I wanted to lead with that question about you know expectations and everything is I have been told by many many people that this was an awesome movie, and even in like looking on the IMDb rating, it's got a six point one out of ten, which for how bad I thought this movie was, that's like shockingly high in my opinion. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And so Ew. I don't know, like I, at first I, th I was thinking like, cause we were all kind of talking about it as we were watching it. So had I felt like, you know, alone in this and been like, wow, man, I, I'm the only person that didn't like this. Maybe I would have thought, okay, 
it's something with me. Clearly, this is, must be a decent movie. But I think there was, you know, the four of us and Heather. So you've got five people that all were really not into it. And it's not like we're movie snobs. We watched Freddy versus Jason yeah. before this, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Did we so, watch the right movie, guys? <laughs> I, would I would love to know, kind of now, you know seeing it, I would love to know what sort of redeemable qualities people see in this. Cause it's, I don't think it's the worst thing I've ever seen. But oh no, it's of course not. Not anywhere near good or something that I would want to watch again, which yeah. I, that's what, I, that's how I define a, a good crappy movie is if it's watch entertaining it enough that yes, that you'd want to watch it again. Yeah. So I, uh, it was strange because like, it's strange to me that it, um, is considered a cult classic when it doesn't really do anything original. Like, you know, like a lot of the themes and stuff are really just uh, Rob Zombie hitting every horror movie trope on the head with the biggest nail he can, you know? <laughs> like, it's like I, I was, I was describing the movie um, uh, today, actually, and um, it was like, nope, this is just every other horror movie I've ever seen, you know? So... Just for laughs and giggles, I thought, well, you know, the one thing that's interesting about the IMDb ratings is it is fan fan rated. So clearly there's, you know, there's people that dig this. But the, the Rotten Tomatoes, which is is uh, all done by critical uh, reviewers, 20 mm percent. -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, okay. that. that adds up a little more. That's, that's better. <laughs> Dude, that is like, like a weird, like, uh, there is a weird disparity in that, though, that, that you know, obviously there, you know, in terms of fans, there are a lot of people that, that dig this movie. I, I wonder if maybe it has something to do with, like, fans of, of his music, maybe? I, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe his music or, like, as Rob Zombie's gotten further and further into horror movies, like, maybe people are just, like, inflating the rating of it because they just like Rob Zombie's like style. Perhaps. Not that I really, I don't even really think House of a Thousand Corpses is that indicative of his, at least what his style is now. Um, so but, uh, that's, that's a good question. Has anybody here seen any of his other work? Just the yeah. Halloween movie. Yeah. So that's what I, that's the other ones I've seen. I've seen both of his Halloween films and to I be think honest, after seeing this, I don't want to see his other ones. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. Um, I, I think his Halloweens, they're, in terms of Halloween movies, I think that they're problematic um, and mm -hmm. not, not near like the original Halloweens or even the 2018 one for that matter. Um, but in comparison to these, like, they're watchable. They're, you know, there's at least like some cohesiveness. Um, I will say though, his second Halloween, I could definitely see there's, there's a little connection because I had watched that actually, that's the only Halloween movie I hadn't seen. I watched it like a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's pretty out there and he does okay. some kind of weird, like, artsy b-roll and everything and i hmm. kind of I, I think it's like a a rough movie in a lot of ways but I, I liked that he like took some risks in it so 
then going back and seeing this movie, House of a Thousand Corpses, I think like he was trying to do that kind of stuff in this, but just didn't uh, didn't quite know how to execute it at like in a way that you know it was kind of just weird for the sake of being weird. Where the stuff that he does that's very strange in Halloween Two, it's a little more cohesive. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think. I hadn't actually seen the second one that he did. I only ever watched the first one, so. Yeah, I mean, I the thing, the other thing about those movies is I think like it's just hyper violent for being this for the sake of being hyper violent. That's um, kind of what I mostly got from them, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, like I have no problem with violence, but like I, I like a rhyme and a reason. Um, sure. So, okay, so last question about this, and then we'll talk about Freddy versus Jason. And I think I know the answer to this already. Would you recommend this movie to someone else? I would Only recommend if I it hated to... them. <laughs> <laughs> I recommend that Cynthia watch it again. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't want to. I regret being the, the tiebreaker vote, and I will regret that for until my dying day. <laughs> How about you, Murphy? Would you recommend this to somebody? Um... Probably not, unless we were explicitly trying to watch really, really bad horror movies. Like, if it was like, yeah, yeah. we're going to do some just, like, straight-up crap horror, then, yeah, that would go straight on the list. But as far All as, right. like, like, comedy horror, no, probably not. It wouldn't be something I'd be interested in watching again, let alone re- recommending to somebody else. Yeah. And if you uh, – one more one more question. I know I said that was the last one. But if Where? you were to – give your own rating to this film out of 10 stars, what would it be? I wouldn't rate it. Well, uh, that design. Well, that, no, you, have to, ra- you have to rate it. Yeah. Rate it. That, that deserves some credit. I would like, that would give it the two stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two stars. Based two on stars the set design and costumes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Two stars seems pretty fair based on uh, set and makeup and costume design. Yeah. Okay. That's solid two. <laughs> two. Just going off That's of definitely solid. the curve of, of IMDb. Um, like a movie has to be real bad to get a, a, a two star. Like there's some crazy bad movies that still have like three, four stars, even five. Yeah. Um, just go shit. I probably, I probably wouldn't balk at like a three or four star rating for it, but yeah, the no, six stars is ridiculous. <laughs> Right, because you know that's that's just it so. It got more stars Goshen. Well, well, that's nonsense. Yeah. Hey, Goshen, you can understand the story, and it doesn't have the ridiculous. It is a delightful movie. I would say there's some better there's some better like film filmmaking technique, even if it's very disjointed. Like there is some things that in a plot are 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 decent here, but. All right, let's transition mm-hmm. into Freddy versus Jason because yes. we think it, we can all agree that we enjoyed that a heck of a lot more. So, so th- there's there's definitely been in this kind of group of friends there's been several uh viewings as a group of the Friday the 13th films and the later you get in the series, the freaking crazier they are. So, that was part of like my my thinking on including this because I thought well th- this one really is like if everybody loved you know Jason goes to hell and Jason Jason oh, X this so, has Freddy in it so it's just like you know <laughs> then you have somebody even like better. 
saying crazy one-liners and everything. Um, now, correct me uh, if I'm wrong. No one had seen this prior. I yeah. have. Oh, you have. I own it. I had seen, I had seen it once prior. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I thought I don't know why I thought that then. Um, so then, okay, yeah, I had seen it too. So I think it must have just been uh, Heather and Kirsty that hadn't seen it. Hello. Okay. <laughs> um, so for uh, Cynthia and Murphy, did you remember much of it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's um, memorable. Yeah, you know, actually, I think. I didn't really actually remember too much of it as we were going through. There were like a few spots where I definitely, I think that I, uh, like I, I would come across a scene and I'd be like, oh no, I definitely know what happens here. But the majority of it was actually fairly like good, cool to watch almost like it was like watching it uh, for the first time. So I love that. That's such a fun, um, that's such a fun feeling because I, I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's like experiencing it all over again. So I have disclaimer, disclaimer for uh, the listeners. We definitely played a drinking game while we watched this um, <laughs> because when uh, the the squad wa- had watched Jason Takes Manhattan together earlier this year, it seems like that seems like a million years ago, by the oh, way. That but was that, this year? That was. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, that your birthday? Yes, that was, that was 2020 m- ago. That was March. Oh. Oh, that but makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> while we were while we were uh, watching this movie, we we're like, "Oh, it'd be fun to play a drinking game." And first, we were kind of making up our own rules. And then our friend Craig, he he's like, "Yo, if if there's a movie, there's an online drinking game." So he found this website that apparently makes drinking games for all the Friday the Thirteenth, which is a brilliant, brilliant idea, and it's hyper specific to these movies. So of course. Even though Craig wasn't there, I was like, okay, I'm going to look this up. So, uh, but I don't think anybody was like, you know, so drunk or wasted that we we don't remember this. Um, No, I definitely got a little tipsy, but the (laughs) House of a Thousand Corpses took care of that real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Some some serious drinks were had uh, as per the rules of of, uh, the game. So for Kirsty, since you were the only one that um, hadn't seen this prior... Did you have any sort of expectations coming into this movie or, you know, did you, have you heard anything about it? After watching, um, the Manhattan one, I was expecting like kind of more of a ridiculous film. (laughs) (laughs) Fair expectation. Um, I mean, it wasn't far off (laughs) from what I expected. So I was kind of enjoying it for what it was. Yeah. So I think that's, that's the thing is like you come into this and just because of kind of how both of these film franchises, you know, ultimately ended up, you're not coming into it thinking like, Oh, this is like, this is going to be on the level of like just masterpiece horror, like the shining. (laughs) Like it's, it's not that kind of movie. Um, no, so just kind of one by one, um, what did everybody think of this watching it this time around? I know Cynthia, you said you had, you know, pretty recent memories of it, but just this, this viewing, was it any different? Any thoughts about that? Well, I've never played it as a drinking game before. Uh, Funny uh, wrinkle. Would you, 
would do it again. <laughs> um, honestly, I've, despite the terrible CGI, which <laughs> helps it weirdly enough because it's ridiculous. Like, yo, that worm. <laughs> Definitely going to talk about the worm bong. The CGI guy. Um, yeah, that was that was RIP R- to all of us people playing the drinking game. Yeah, that was early on, too. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but CGI. No, it's fine. Yeah, like, despite, like, the rough CGI in some parts where it does not age well, um, I like it. It's freaking campy and over the top, and you've got Robert Englund as Freddy Krueger, who you can't not enjoy. That's the reason why Nightmare on Elm Street is one of my favorite horror films is because he makes someone super scary have these great one-liners and it just like, I like comedy with my horror. I like comedy yeah. with everything. And it just, it catches you off guard. And like, I mean, especially if he was trying to murder you and he was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like, Jesus yeah. one liner you can come up with. <laughs> right. And like, I just needs physics. <laughs> <laughs> physics mean nothing. But yeah, no, I, I've always enjoyed the movie and I enjoyed it again. It, it's, it's great. I liked, and usually I think the last couple of times I've seen it, it's just basically been by myself. So it was fun with a group. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It- it's definitely um, an over the top film, but all like both the Freddy or yeah, the Fred, um, Nightmare on Elm Street movies and Jason movies all got really over the top as they went along. I mean, they kind of already started over the top, but then they just kind of increased oh. that <laughs> as they yeah, went along. Yeah, but at this point, like, where the prior films for both these series were bonkers, so... Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, it's not... Uh, so, like, it's it's well expected for that movie to just be absolutely ludicrous. Um, and uh, Freddy Krueger has always been one of my favorite horror films like baddies um he's like from from like the first time i'd ever watched any of the nightmare on elm street movies back when i was in like middle school um i uh, uh have always like he's always been one of the few um horror movie baddies that has like left me with a lingering freaked out feeling and so um being able to kind of like also watch them as an adult and then with this kind of absolutely craziness on top of it just makes it so much more fun um and I agree with Cynthia with the uh, the CGI being kind of weird and um, the somewhat crappy just adds to how over the top it is. And so um, it kind of like uh, allows you to laugh at it or like, like it makes fun of itself kind of, you know, you, oh, you can definitely. laugh at it you don't have to take it seriously all the while it's still being like a pretty decent quality horror movie as far as like um, spookiness and, and scares and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and then just the the whole fighting between Freddy and Jason and like the their like <laughs> the lack of uh, physics. measuring contest contest for how many kills you know and stuff like that is right. really it, it just it just adds a, a great amount of fun to it which I love with the drinking game that you got to choose Team Freddy or Team Jason um, otherwise you would have been wrecked within the first fifteen minutes of that movie yeah. but. Which was yeah. a, a, like a well-designed game because, you know, mm-hmm. at first I thought, oh, geez, so you had the a- added rule for for Freddy where anytime he said bitch. But that actually even things out because Jason arguably has a much higher kill count. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Total. So the, the bitches, oh, yeah. <laughs> they definitely kind of make things on par. Christy, yeah. what do you think? But 
Oh, sorry. Go you ahead. Get out with how many times they say Freddy in the movie, though. <laughs> Ooh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's rough. No, this movie was everything I wanted it to be, and I, I expected nothing less less than um what it was and offered i was hoping um for some can't be yeah it was everything i wanted to be for what we were going into if i wanted more like super scary i i wouldn't watch that (laughs) right oh totally yeah it's not very scary no but um yeah i enjoy it i would recommend it to someone everyone yeah, I, I think that if you're a fan of like both these characters, this is just like so fun because on this kind of level, like that sort of like crossover movie hadn't been done to that extent. And right. really like in terms of horror, like hasn't been, you know, like uh, since from from what I can remember anyways. Uh, and it's it's one of those that, Yes, if you keep your expectations low and you're just like there for a fun, you know, crappy horror film, this is a heck of a lot of fun. It's 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 fun to I like movies that are they don't take themselves too seriously. Right. Yeah. Uh, You know, where you can you can kind of it's it's one of those where you're not it feels fun because it's like you're laughing along with the filmmakers Rather yeah. than like, oh, this is so cringy because we're laughing at how bad they made this movie. It, it, it's I think it's a little more fun. Um, it's a little less like awkward. Like I think of The Room. I love that movie. But then every time I watch it, I kind of feel bad for how like I think it's funny because the guy that made it, Tommy Wiseau, like he wanted it to be great. And that's so sad. Oh, <laughs> and we're yeah, just like, that wasn't comedy wasn't his intention with that movie <laughs> yeah a thousand percent whereas like i mean come on i guess i don't know this for a fact but bro if you're making freddy versus jason i feel like you're not going into it like oh my gosh this is gonna be like the scariest like most intense horror film like they were they were leaning into like the cheese and i and i can appreciate that i think that well, it what- makes good with the with the like worm bong scene alone, like you can't put that into a movie and not not be trying to make fun of something, you know, or trying to be yeah. um, like goofy in some way. Um, and that was part of what was kind of fun about rewatching it is because I completely forgot about that. Like in the, I, in I did the, too. In the movie. Yeah, and so when you mentioned it in the, the drinking game list, I was like worm bong, okay. And then yeah, when they <laughs> showed up on screen, this weird CGI wormy caterpillar Worm thing, with a, I was like, that must be what they mean. <laughs> that, ta- that takes like Alice in Wonderland style, a fat rip exactly. off of a hookah, and then just yep. like blows it into the stoner's <laughs> mouth, and like you know, and it, it's he's it in a BFFs. <laughs> he's in a Freddy dream sequence, but it, it's oh my gosh, um, yeah, I, you know. So I guess my recollection of this film. Um, from prior was so just like loose. It was basically just like the framework of, and you know, and I kind of remembered, Oh yeah. Like Freddie and Jason, you know, kick the shit out of each other. But mm-hmm. I, I definitely didn't remember, um, kind of the ins and outs of it. And yeah, I mean, it's, I wouldn't say that it's like a good movie per se, but it's definitely a fun movie. It's very fun to yeah, watch. Absolutely. 
So, and I do think that it's one of the betters in the in in the Jason franchise, maybe at least, uh, maybe not so much the Freddy franchise, but in the Jason franchise, that's definitely one of the better movies they've put out. So, actually, that that's I'm glad you brought that up because that was what I was going to ask you all next. So, it this movie was actually the highest grossing film for either series. Really? Wow. Yes. Yes. Oh. Um, and I mean, it made a shit ton of money. They spent $30 million on it and made $116 million, you know, which huh? is like, obviously, like the proof's in the pudding uh, with that. You know, it doesn't have to be a good movie to make money. Um, so, okay, so, you, you, uh, Amanda, you gave your opinions as to where this kind of stacks up in, you know, with both these film series. Kirsty, mm-hmm. Cynthia, how, where do you think this lies i don't know if you've seen all of those movies but from the ones you've seen everything from the ones you've seen kind of where do you where do you feel like this fits i think it's one of my more liked movies out of the ones i've seen um also but also i was like in a group of friends playing a drinking game when i was watching it so i don't know if that has anything to do with it as well (laughs) okay so yeah so you, you have to take into consideration obviously like Right. If I'm sitting there watching alone, (laughs) I don't know if that would have the same effect as me liking the movie as much. Well, that kind of gets into what Cynthia was saying about, you know, the the time prior she'd watched it was, you know, by herself, which was enjoyable. This was a lot more fun because we were all, you know, hanging out and laughing and um, getting uh, roasted every time uh, Freddie said (laughs) bitch. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> Cynthia, where do you think this stacks up in the in these series? Um I think it's one of my more favorable ones just because it's got both of them in there. Yeah, that's also and, cool. And I I like the pl- sort of like not so much I guess playoff because it's not like Jason is very talkative or anything, but like <laughs> John just, Silent type. <laughs> just like how they go about There's, it. I have to argue, though, that I think there is, like, good... Um, they play well off each other physically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's more what I meant than, like, right. obviously verbally. It's, like, they did well together. They do well together, and I, I liked it. And the right. fact that, like, how Freddy thought he could control him at the beginning, and it just doesn't work, and, like, it, it, it works so good. I, I don't... I, I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, does anybody have a f- favorite, and you could say both if you'd like, a favorite kill or a favorite Freddy one-liner from this, if you, if you remember something specifically? Got your nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's good. I, yeah, that was a good one. Um, go for it. Go ahead, Christy. The um, kills in the corn maze or whatnot. The, the rave party. Yeah. That, the, that's what I was going to say. The, 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 that freaking corn <laughs> cornfield party scene is yeah. fucking that wild. Was, oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was a pretty good sequence. Um, I think the gnarliest kill was the one in the bed where the guy got folded up backwards. Oh, yeah. no. Okay. I changed mine to that. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. No, that, was, that one. That one. 
Yeah, and that was even a, a Jason kilt, wasn't it? Yeah. It, yeah, he it was. And he, like, um, sandwiched the guy in a bed, with the, like, but backwards. He was laying on his stomach, and I was just like, oh, God, can't, that's not healthy. So much blood, too. Yeah, that was pretty. That was definitely a lot. Um, also, um, the kill, yes, kill in the of the guy sleeping in the bedroom, and then he's leaving, sends a message, uh, like burning on his back and stuff. Uh, Freddie's back, <laughs> yeah, Freddy's oh, yeah, back. that was, that good was gnarly, too. <laughs> That was Freddy's yeah. first kill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I, th- I feel like this movie was was creative in that regard with, you know, some oh, of the yeah. crazy stuff they did. And then even against each other, like I loved it's not a kill, but that that one thing where like Jason stabs Freddy with his own arm. <laughs> like, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, the the physics in this movie are fucking crazy too. We we talked about that while we were watching it. You know, just from like they punch each other and they fly forty feet, and yeah, it's oh yeah. There there is definitely uh, I'm I'm sure I don't know if he's rated it, but I don't know if any of you follow um, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson on like Twitter. So he does this thing where he will just rip apart movies on their lack of attention to uh <laughs> usually usually astrophysics you know so he like destroys sure. any sort of like science fiction or space movies but mm-hmm. he's talked about movies that just have like terrible terrible like you know um adherence to to physics and just science in general so i i feel like he would have a field day with this movie because it makes oh, yeah. no sense in the in the in the you know in the world of science. And that's not even like, it could be argued like, okay, if it was in like just in the dream sequences. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's all right. Like science yeah. doesn't need to be adhered to in the dream sequences, even in the real world. It's just bonkers. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the pendulum and the concrete uh, mixer or whatever. <laughs> you could argue the fact that Freddie was pulled out of the dream could uh, mix reality with the dream world that way. But at the same time, that's a stretch. So you're saying, you're saying, you're saying that the writers actually thought, okay, no, we're going to have it. We're going to have it be that when Freddy leaves the dream world, a temporal rift throws off the earth's physics long enough that a single punch can make a person fly 40 feet. And this is momentum. Yes. No, like, to be fair, that could be like an argument, but at the same time, it's way better if the fact that people just, they just didn't think Accept about it. Accept it. <laughs> it's better yeah. that they're just like, fuck physics. It's better if you don't think about this movie. <laughs> no, uh, to me, it, it gives it more charm, you know? Like, yeah. I, think oh, yeah. I It's... It's the fact that <laughs> the fact that it was so noticeable, like, I, I loved it. And we're, we're talking about it and laughing about it right now, so. Okay, so, kind of wrapping up, talking about this movie. It sounds like everybody would recommend this to somebody, but I want to oh, talk yeah. about the IMDb rating for this. Okay. Are you prepared for this? I'm yes. ready. I don't know. <laughs> actually, first, I, you know what? Before I tell you what it actually is, I want to have everybody's own personal rating, wh- where they think this should be at. And I want to see if this matches up. Oh, no. 
the pressure is on. <laughs> it's out of 10. It's out of 10, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd give it a seven. I was, I was thinking all right. six or seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sixes or sevens? It has good washability. It does. <laughs> Okay, so I'll lead actually with the Rotten Tomatoes, which is 41%. Yeah. You know, that's critics. I'm not surprised by that. So clearly oh, better than House of a Thousand Corpses. Which is on, IMD, on IMDb, it has a 5.7, making it lower oh. than House of a Thousand Corpses. No! <laughs> what the balls, there's, dude? There's actually... I know, right? With all the... With all the ridiculousness of the movie, there's actually a cohesive storyline. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's like an accomplishment in screenwriting or anything, but yeah, yeah. I agree that like it has a clear like beginning, middle, and end. Where House of a Thousand Corpses, I don't feel like it just had a middle. Has that at all? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and so. And I was looking because part of it is, you know, how many people have voted and, and, you know, they basically make an average and there's not a huge difference. It looks like Freddy versus Jason. There's um, just under 110,000 voters, whereas House of a Thousand Corpses has just over 76,000. So clearly somebody's coming in with House of a Thousand Corpses and like 10 stars, 10 stars. <laughs> Which is... I'm going abs- to I'm gonna have to go on to IMDb and beef up that rating for Freddy versus Jason. Right? Yo, okay, so you can actually see like see a breakdown of, of what people have, have rated it. And the... Why it has a 6.1 is because actually like most people in terms of a... Uh, so the median is is six, but most people have given it seven stars. But shockingly, eight thousand people gave it ten stars. <laughs> what? What, is wrong? what is wrong that with is the these cult. people? That is the cult. <laughs> Rob, Rob Zombie is paying them for the review. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, yeah, I. At his concert, he's just like, hey, you guys, I was wondering if you could go on IMDb and rate my movie 10 stars. That'd be great. I made this oh. movie and it kind of flopped. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you feel better? Wow. Yeah. This is crazy. There's That's like race. There's some wild. Wow. Dude, these are, <laughs> there's, there's I'm reading. I'm just kind of like taking a quick gander at some of these and. Wow. Okay. So like, I'm not even going to read this, but nine out of 10 stars, the title says a revival of true horror. Oh my God. What is wrong with you? Oh, here we go. Here's one. 10 out of 10 stars. Anyone who hated this movie should not be watching horror films. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Guys, we should not be watching that. We we have to stop watching horror films. Here's another good headline. 10 out of 10 stars. Can we get a hell? Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> oh, what God. does that even mean? Oh, no. I'll give oh, it my a gosh. Hand and it's like really long. All these 10, 10 out of 10 ones, like these people feel like they have to have like go on a diatribe to like actually uh, justify every star. That's, why, that's what makes me think that they're all just Rob Zombie fans. It's because they're like, no, I like him. So I have to justify liking this movie. <laughs> this one, the title says 10 out of 10 stars. Family values. 
What? what? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. You know what? Actually, for a, for a laugh, this one isn't very long. I'm going to read this one. All right. <laughs> uh, this is uh, by user Ainsley Trout, it looks like. This was from uh, 2005. <laughs> and I'm going to read it as it's written. So <laughs> I'm going to add in like any grammatical <laughs> errors or anything like that. This movie is about bad things that can happen if you are rude to strangers who are trying to be nice to you and fix your car for free. (laughs) You can tell that the four teenagers are trouble. They think they're too old for Halloween, but then they act totally immature. They don't want to wear the nice homemade masks they get. They're getting a free dinner and hospitality, and all they care about is if their car's fixed yet. Then they complain about the really fun pageant that the Fireflies put on just for them. The girls are totally jealous of Baby, maybe because she's so much hotter than them. Or because she tried on the dorky guy's glasses. He's all, hey, I need those to see. What a loser. The one guy from... I love how you're reading this too. <laughs> Oh, the way that the way that it references Chris Hardwick's like uh, career, which I don't even know if any of you will remember that this is actually where he got his start, is hilarious. And again, definitely it shows that it was done in 2005. That one guy from Singled Out, which was his MTV show, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> screams and yells when Baby gives him this haircut that he doesn't like. <laughs> even she, when she scalps him while she's scalping him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even when Otis dresses up like Denise's dad to make her fa- okay, hold on. I'm just gonna put to make her quick feel pop. better. How, the, how in the blue hell does this person know all the characters' names? <laughs> Seriously, I think like, did they have names? <laughs> I thought they uh, were the coming only, back to life. Like the, <laughs> the only one I knew was Baby. Uh, okay, so I knew Dwight. Movie? I knew Dwight, but I also know that's not this character's name. <laughs> Okay, so even when Otis dresses up like Denise's dad to make her feel more at home, she acts totally ungrateful. Even though they all have really bad manners and are so rude to mama and baby, they still get to borrow the cutest ever bunny suits and prance through the woods later on. You do get to see some nice moral values and how the fireflies are pretty close. And they spend lots of quality time together as a family. And then here's what's more concerning. Because, okay, so I... By getting to the end of this, I think, okay, this person was like the earliest troll, right? But 65 people out of 128 found that review helpful. Oh, geez. Yeah, I was going to say, time to report that Sign of the end times. Yeah, I was going to say, time to report that comment because that person is definitely a serial killer. Yeah. They're they're blaming the fucking murder victims for getting murdered. <laughs> yeah, if, if they're... Is it, this is what's wrong with our society. <laughs> Horror films. <laughs> wow, if that's uh, if that's real, I'm very concerned. Either way, fun watch. And I think that, that that's like the best way that we can we can wrap this up. Yeah. Um, family values. Family, family yeah. values. Family fun film. That's if what you, you get. Family values, watch House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes, uh, you know. Uh, clearly America's lost its family values so you can find it in House of a Thousand Corpses thank you Rob Zombie (laughs) (laughs) okay 
With that, uh, I think we'll wrap this up. Thanks so much for joining me on here. This was a lot of fun and we will reconvene. Uh, you know, I think strangely, probably at about 10 minutes uh, to talk about <laughs> a couple more films, but with some more people. So thanks so much for joining me, guys. This was really fun. Yeah. See you soon. Yep. Anytime. See ya. Okay, nerdy nerds. That is the episode. Thanks so much to my guests, Cynthia Borges, Kirsty Hicks, and Amanda Murphy for joining me in discussing House of a Thousand Corpses and Freddy vs. Jason. It was a very fun conversation. And thanks to you, the listener, for checking it out. If you are digging what I'm doing here on Nerds with Opinions, make sure you're following Nerds with Opinions on Twitter and Instagram at nerds underscore opinions and Facebook at Nerds with Opinions. Also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, make sure you rate and review these episodes. It really, really helps me out. If you're on Spotify, just make sure you're following the podcast. And if you feel so inclined, share these episodes out on social media. It really helps me out. And I love connecting with people that are listening to these. So, you know, follow up on social media. Let me know what you're thinking about the episodes. And uh, I would love to discuss it with you. Again, thanks so much for checking it out. As always, I am your host, Matt Holbin, and you have been listening to Nerds with Opinions.